0: Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Giordano Perley, an HR business partner manager for Pipify. They optimize business processes to help every team member organize and control their work in a single place. They also help streamline and automate processes and integrate legacy tools without the need to write code. We're going to talk about new tools making their way into HR tech, the challenge of juggling multiple business lines, and the importance of process, all on this edition of People Tech. Hi, Giordano. Welcome. So what exactly does Pipify do?
1: Okay, cool. Um, Pipeify is like a workflow management software. So it basically streamlines and automates business processes through local automation. And this is important to to state. Um, And therefore, it allows teams like in less technical departments, uh, for example, HR, procurement, right, to optimize their processes within guardrails from IT. So basically, it empowers teams to go ahead and do more for themselves without needing um, IT.
0: Could you give me a little bit more detail about how your your tools connect with HR? I mean it you, you offer CRM tools for example mm-hmm. and you offer talent acquisition tools. It seems like there's a lot of overlap between them. So it is there and is that why you offer them
1: you know both? That's a great question. Yeah, the, the processes they are all connected. We can all, we can connect all of those pipes, as we call them, right? So, for example, um, the the HR department has lots of like repetitive, tedious tasks for example, uh, sending welcoming letters and updating employees' statuses, routing signatures, and whatever those tasks are. So what we want to do is we want to connect lots of HR areas, such as payroll, compensation, recruiting, um, training, and finding the best employee experience. So for example, when a person joins, all the recruitment process happens through Pipeify. And then whenever they actually do join, there is a card that goes straight to payroll. So it's all interconnected and the same card will go to the onboarding pipe. So it's like a systemic experience.
0: You, you could argue that there's a certain breadth there. You know, you're, you're doing CRM, you're doing talent acquisition, you, you've you got your fingers in a couple of other you know, areas too. You know, if I was cynical, I could argue that that requires everybody in the company to be running in a lot of different directions. So do you... Do you think that this, um, well, again, this breadth, is it a, a strength or a, a, a weakness or a challenge, or how do you look at
1: it? Well, I, I think it's a strength because, like, we're talking about a, a local platform here, so like, it, it doesn't require like this great knowledge, so people would easily be able to to use the tool, right? And like, I don't know if I would say that people like would run in different directions because of the interconnection between them. So what we want to do is like integrate the workflows along the areas. So as the more integration we have, like the happier we would be.
0: So zeroing in on, on HR a bit, could you tell me how does Pipeify fit into HR, um, you, you've touched on it before, but could you give me a little more detail?
1: Of course, sure. So like I was talking about those repetitive tasks. Yeah. So this is one of the the main the main points, right? So what we do with this local automation tool is like we're able to to streamline those tedious tasks, right? Um, such as payroll processing, managing employee requests, allowing HR like and people operations seem to focus more on employee experience. So with them not having to deal with all of those repetitive tasks anymore, there is more room for people to focus on employee experience and dedicate more time to other things that don't require and don't not do not demand so much time as they did before.
0: So a- another thing that um, you folks emphasize is low code yeah. um, low code tools. So could you talk about that? I mean, how does it factor into your, your c- commercial thinking, you know, your, your business
1: philosophy and,
0: you know, what you give to your customers.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, low-code is like, it's being used more frequently like as organizations face challenges like the shortage in IT workers, right? Like the need to lean on technical resources um, to to support digital transformation efforts. So what I'd say is that when we implement this this low-code tool, it definitely simplifies the the complexity that comes with customization. So it, it enables processes consistency across the organization. It's going to increase um, agility through accelerated development and deployment. And it's also going to contain costs. So I think those are some important things when we, we talk about low code. Do you
0: love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad
1: and Cheese podcast.
0: All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show, dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. You know, a lot of people think um, initially that low code is kind of like about the citizen developer. Um, that that it's that that I could you know use it to code, which I couldn't. Um, it, 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 do you have to do a lot of education about that and, you know, a lot of handholding because of what low code actually is?
1: Yeah, I don't see that a lot in, in Pipeify because it's very intuitive. So people get the hang of it easily. So we do, have, of course, have training and there is the platform implementation and everything. But we normally get feedback about people do not needing so much time to, to get the hang of it.
0: It's- When we talk about the people using it, are they, you know, technology professionals more often than not?
1: That's a great question. When we're thinking about the HR vertical, for example, we're not talking about HR professionals. So we're talking about enabling the HR team to use a platform by themselves. And this is like a great thing because... With the shortage in IT and with HR always having to depend on IT, it brings a new context. It brings like a new reality in which the HR team can go ahead and do everything by by themselves, per se. Now
0: a couple of years ago, 2018, 2019, there was a lot of talk about low code. Mm-hmm. And it seems to have quieted down a bit since um since COVID. Um what do you think is going on? Is is did interest sort of wane uh, during COVID and has to come back
1: or did the dynamics of of development change or what's doing? Yeah, it's a great question. Like w- when I think of like how it's evolving, where it's like moving forward right now, I think that the the demand for software is like, outpacing the number of developers. This is the first thing. So local um, adoption is expected to continue to increase. I think it's going to keep on on increasing as it's the only way an organization can like meet growing technical demands on top of like limited talent pool. So it gives this liberty to organizations. And based on that, I definitely think it's going to keep on improving. And I I have read this article recently that says it's going to grow like 20% in 2023.
0: Was that the reason that you got into it? Um, I mean, there's a lot of companies that do something like what you do. I'm not you know you know you've got competitors out there and and it's just a lot of technology businesses. Not all of them are are signing up with low code. so exactly. what what was the thinking um behind
1: you doing it? I think the thinking was empowering the people that are going to use the tool. So if I am talking about a person using the tool in the HR vertical, I want to empower that person. And then giving this local perspective, this person is going to be easily empowered, like much more than if it was a different situation. So the thinking behind it in our mission is to actually empower people when building those, when automating those workflows.
0: My last question is... um... Just kind of like one of these, look around you and and tell me what you think. Questions, but mm-hmm. what, what is the most interesting, most promising uh, technology or technology movement that's um, that's out in the world today?
1: Um, it's a good question. When when I stop to think about it, like. I think the move is in this empowerment because as we're we're talking about a situation where we do not have people needing to depend on the IT area for everything, we get to this new reality. Like like I said before, so uh, I don't necessarily. No, it's like the new biggest movement, but I think it's a very important movement. And like not having people depend on IT anymore to be able to automate whatever workflows they want in whatever areas we're talking about, HR procurement, right? Um, I think this is this is the case.
0: Well, thank you very much. It was great to meet you and I appreciate of your course. coming by. Of course.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: guest today has been Giordano Purley, the HR Business Partner Manager at Pipeify. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer.
1: Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel